Welcome to Leeds United We Stand podcast. Uh, we've just uh, finished the, uh, thank fuck, the last game of the season at Old Trafford. With us, uh, it's like we've got the old team back. Um, wish United would, but uh, Aaron's here, Ant Shaw's here, John Ashton, Stu Edwards, Bloomy's here, and uh, me here. I'm Steve, by the way, in case you've forgotten uh, who I am. Um, last game of the season, City are champions. City have also got the League Cup in the bag. They go to Wembley in, what, a week's time, two weeks' time? for the final which they'll probably beat uh, Liverpool and Spurs are going to Madrid for the Champions League final Arsenal and Chelsea are going to somewhere great for the Europa League final Baku yeah uh, it looks like Leeds might get promoted we just watched United get beat 2-0 two, two, two at home to, uh, to a club that actually fired our current manager because he was shit uh, and we've just been turned over by them so I'm going to assume that this uh, this chat's going to be a uh, uh, I don't know, probably be doom and gloom, but I think the loss will be a tinge of thank fuck that's all over with for a couple of months. Um, albeit, it seems as if we're going to be starting back again in uh, about the end of June because <laughs> um, of the fixtures and that. So um, we're going to go around the lads. We'll do a bit on today's game for the obvious reasons, and then we'll do a bit of a. Uh, we'll do the usual player of the year, which uh, could take quite a while for us to die, uh, digest. But uh, we'll also do a bit on uh, where do we go from here. Um, did you expect to? Just a bit of a look, let's go out there and give it at least one good throw for the fans type of performance today. Yeah, I did. Um, I, I certainly didn't expect us to lose the match 2 0. But, you know, the, the way it's going at the moment, I'm seeing, you know, we'll get I'll probably get onto this later, but I see a lot of players actually not even looking as if they're trying to reduce, I don't they're trying to reduce the transfer fee to make it more realistic for um, Real Madrid to buy him but it certainly looks that way to me um, it was absolutely zero effort um, just not going into tackles with any conviction it's, a, it's you know it don't, don't really get I can cope with United being shit I can cope with watching shit players but I, I can't cope with this um, sending messages to people and that sort of stuff it's the new so, thing in it yeah look we've been shit before and we, we you know I, I, I often rem- I remember the game but it always sticks in me it was Wimbledon at home last game of the season in 89 there was 28,000 people in Old Trafford and I think we, we actually won the game 1-0 but it was just an appalling feeling about it but there were still players there that were putting a shift in and there were still players in there that, that were iconic and that you sort of had you still like them you get the sense Dubs that you just don't like any of this lot do you? I've written, written the very piece about it in the same in the summer um, in the magazine, sorry for, for the main magazine. I just I was saying to you on the way there, the, the game had a, it's not wasn't a, like a unique feeling from the an end of season sort of feel for United, but it reminded you of the sort of game where we we were ten points clear and had a European Cup final the week after, <laughs> not one that's sixth in the league and, and players that should be fighting for the Manchester United careers, but no, they just lost what answer then. None, none of them looked particularly mm. are. Some of them already think that they've already got the contract sewn up and others are playing for moves and whatnot else and I think Solskjaer probably shouldn't have picked the team he did today but I think he's probably under a little bit of pressure from what we've just said there that if you know potentially United could be playing three qualifiers in, in June which if Arsenal have lost today and we won wouldn't have been an issue but if Watford win the cup then we've got to play I think there's three games before you even get to the group stages in the Europa League so um, every cloud so yeah so, you know, even then, you're going to have some United fans cheering City on again next week, aren't you? Because you're not going to want that, that scenario. But, yeah, the whole thing is just an absolute shambles. Mm, hang on, what do you mean by that? I don't if, like the sound if, of that. If City, if City lose the cup final next week, right. United are straight into the group stages. If City, if, sorry, if City win it, they're in the group stages. If Watford win it, United have got to play three qualifiers. Yeah, if Watford to win, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's two, <laughs> two reasons why Watford. Want Watford for to me, win. all day long. But you're still going to get some United fans who are not going to want that. 
And um, yeah, the whole thing's just a big shit show in it. <laughs> yeah, spam. Stu, um, there was um, it was the ease that Cardiff seemed at that concerned me. It wasn't like United played well and it was just a smash and grab and they just seemed really comfortable didn't they yeah I don't think you're going to see many of that Cardiff team leaving Cardiff this summer for a Premier League side so you're not going to see any probably play of those players in the Premier League next season and it might be a while before we see Cardiff sitting in the Premier League again yet we failed to even muster really well we had a couple of chances but it was just dross wasn't it not even not even going through emotions that would, that would be that would be probably saying too much going through emotions um, obvious people spring to mind about going through emotions. The probably highlight of the game was uh, Martial warming up at half time. Um, Blooming, you know, you, you've sort of seen some pretty bad games and results this season, other seasons, but you said on the way up that's as bad as it gets for you. That's the worst a lot, definitely. I'm not even joking. I thought I'll, I'll just feel bad, but that was even worse. I've never seen a more arsed team. All the years I've been watching, I haven't been watching them as much as you, obviously, but that is the worst. That is the worst. No, honestly, that is the worst set of players that that I've ever encountered, that I'll ever encounter. I had more respect for Jemba Jemba and Cleverson. At least they put in a shift. David Bellion. Yeah, and Bellion as well. At least they put in a shift, these lot. Honestly, today, there's there's a chance to make a bit of a mark, you know, just a nice finish, and they've come out with that shit. Absolute disgrace. When you're Sun- Sunshine is a 17 year old yeah. lad was, running at people and, and yeah. trying to create things, it's a bit, bit desperate. All our best players were the young kids against them, yeah. you know, McTominay and everyone else. It's the same old story. Mm. Really. Are they the best or are they just less shit than the others? It's not that they're necessarily the best technically, it's just when you try harder than someone else as a professional footballer, it stands out. And that, that's all it boils down to at the end of the day. If it, and then there's too many players and they're not pulling the weight. I, I think United have got a valuation of Pogba that's probably too high for Real Madrid. And I, I genuinely mm. believe that these players on that team... We don't beat them 5-0 away from home and then serve up that crap today like without it, you know, without something going wrong. And um, I, I genuinely believe that these players in that team that want to force us to sell them. And I think it's um, an absolute disgrace. I yeah. wanted to get sent off at one point when, he had, when there was that issue on the touchline. I thought he's actually... Doing his best to yeah, get off the pitch. Today, though, because United players, when you're losing two 0 on to Cardiff, you should be going through people pissed off and kicking up the ass and what else. But they don't. They just don't really think it? he wanted to go off though. That he couldn't be asked for. It's getting to the point with him that I actually think every every shit game he plays, we should increase his fee by ten million. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, United hold all the cards with him. We've got we've got him on a three year contract, and if he wants to start being a dickhead, then United need to send a message to him definitely. Absolutely. Did you like Bloomy's cloak and dagger way of telling me how old I looked there? By the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you, mate. Yeah, um, Aaron, you were you had box box office seats, I believe, in South Stand. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So you got the best view of all of that shite. Yeah, it was a few seconds behind everyone else in the ground because I don't think we went out to watch it. Who were you on? Did you just stay down? Yeah. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We, didn't. we, we went out and we watched. Uh, we watched a good portion of it, but you know, I find myself wondering why I'm even stood here talking on a podcast when I was on the golf course yesterday with one of my mates who wanted to entertain a conversation with United and I said look I just can't be arsed here I don't care who we sign I don't care who we sell I just want to concentrate on my next shank and uh, shank it's a euphemism it's not a euphemism it's not a euphemism Um, but yeah so you have expected well let's go out put on a bit of a show but when you think about it you're saying that half in hope because are we have any of us really surprised about what was served up there today? You just got players who are trying 
fancy things in the final third. There's no conviction. There's players not running. Um, I think I feel like I'm not. I've not seen the the uh, the penalty back. You know, Cardiff were giving a peg up. We missed a few chances prior to that, but even then we had a lot of the ball. Um, and you always fancy that Cardiff would break away and score another one. And they were relegated last week. And it's we we scored one goal in two weeks against two teams that are in the championship next season. And took one point out of six. Exactly. Um, would would we have would we have gone out there and won today if we'd have had anything to play for? Well, I'm not too sure because we had everything to play for last week and still couldn't come up with a good. So just. You know, I'm, I'm 33 years old and this is the worst it's ever been in my lifetime. And I've been lucky. Um, you know, I can't remember the first first four years for obvious reasons, but it is just as bad because you, you've no one there. I'm looking at these young kids going watching Manchester United. Is there any? I couldn't think of anyone who I'd want to put on my wall as a six or seven year old because they're just they're not Manchester United players, are they? But is this just an modern footballer or is it just the, the, the current state of our our club? Because you know, it's not just a team, is it? It's it's the directors, Ed Woodward. We're not going to appoint a manager until the summer. Why go back on your word? You don't need to. You don't need to appoint anybody, do you? You know, you, like you said, we we hold all the cards as a football club, and I just feel like, you know, I, I'm actually happy. I feel happy stood here now that I don't have to watch that for. Well, what is it? I've got another game in four weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, you'll you'll see United before the British Open golf. <laughs> United only played six games before I go on the summer holidays. Yeah, it's oh, oh, fucking grim. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it was a, a pretty, pretty abysmal performance. I, I think United just looked at every level. Even, even you know, you barely saw anything from the management on the touchline, did you? There was no activity down there, and yeah, you know, it was pretty clear that Warnock wanted to go out on a win. It was pretty clear that he wanted the team to play well, and you know, he got ultimately. You, you got the sense that the manager got what he wanted out of Cardiff, whereas United, United's management got absolutely zipped. Um, can you take anything out of today? I mean, Greenwood looked lively, didn't he? Did he? No, um, it, you know, he's. A, I have a bit of a problem where we played him as well. You know, he's a, been a centre forward for the reserves for a few years, playing well. We bring him in, and he's our. Um, he's not just a right forward. He was a right winger in every sense of the word. You know. He was, was he was having to track back. He had <clears> defensive duties. It's like I, I don't really understand why we why we played him there, to be honest. But when you consider that like, we've got misplaced egos in the squad, can you imagine if um, Greenwood had come in and played straight up top, and you'd had Rashford out on the on the right? It'd, it'd have been sulky money all game. Just, the attitude's just all wrong, isn't it? And you know the, the lad the lad looked lively on occasions, but you know he, he probably should have scored two two goals if not three. He's not quite there yet, is he? You can tell he's not physically, he's not Very quite ready. Boring. Yeah, he, 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 more, more than he anyone did, else. He did, yeah. I mean, the only other slight uh, highlight from the day was was Valencia coming on, you know, and getting quite a nice reception. And oh, it's good to see the back of him now. He has been a quite a good pro for United, hasn't he? And uh, he was always sort of unfairly judged, I thought, with United fans because of who he replaced. But he has been a good professional for United. And th- th- but that was literally the, the highlight of the game, though, wasn't it? I think he had Luke Shaw up his top. Yeah. I went. Lucio was sat in front of me. That's why I went went down after ten minutes. I was getting annoyed watching him and Herrera talk to each other. Yeah. That sounds like. Yeah. Is he fluent in Spanish, Luke? 
That must have been like those obstructed view seats at QPR. <laughs> especially, especially when you consider Chong was next to him. <laughs> Chong with that big yeah. air. Sparrow yeah. in his head. Do you remember the trigger happy guy used to sit in front of the uh, at the cinema with the big big bushy wig on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you didn't you saw you saw nothing, did you really? <laughs> yeah. At times in that game, I wish I'd been sat behind Luke Shaw and some other massive, massive, massive fucking yeah. end of air. Yeah. God, I miss Fellaini. How bad is that? Gareth Southgate were there today. When you consider like the other games that are going on in the Premier League, why has Gareth Southgate chose to come to Old Trafford today? Who's, who's he watching? <laughs> That's a very good point. Who was he watching? Someone does. It, someone needs to tell him that uh, Pogba's French or something. <laughs> well, even then, you know. Is there anyone in the Cardiff team that he'd have been watching? There's no one. You know, one at United was there. Probably. Weighing up, dropping Rashford. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone, someone should. John, did you take any positives from it? You mentioned Valencia um, for for what we paid for him and the length of service, and ultimately what's been won during his career. He's done all right. Yeah, I think he's not been a bad player. And he, he's, sadly, he's one of the few players who was still remaining from that era of when we did have a team that did used to compete for trophies. And he's yet another one out the door. And the longer this cycle goes on. You're stuck in a culture of football players who don't know what it's like to be winners, and I think that's a massive thing. Um, the longer that goes on, the, the harder that gets. You know, there was players there, and when you think back to Fergus here, where coming second and third was an absolute disaster, and yet you're getting some of these now who seem to think, oh well, you know, get some players in, get, you know, do this, do that, still getting your contracts. That's the problem. There's a culture problem at the football club anymore that there's no longer that winning at all cost mentality because there's nobody there. Even the manager's not done it as a manager, but there's nobody there with that sort of experience of knowing what it's like to, to win things. Well, what, I always, what I don't get, like, we're, we're all stood here now and we're talking about the attitude of the players. Why is the management not picking up on that? You know, if, if I saw someone swanning in the office at half past ten and leaving at three o'clock, I'd be, I'd be bollocking in the next day. I'm not even the manager. You know, so where's the culture within within the squad? I, I still think something happened within the club. I think the club had to, to start making plans for next season, but the moment when they decided they weren't giving Herrera a new contract they, you know the up and down with matter. I think that something clicked that, this, that the players have seen their asses again in the same way they did under Mourinho because you can't go from going 17 games unbeaten or whatever it was and winning at PSG Arsenal to, to, to them being able to not take points off Huddersfield and Cardiff you know something's you don't lose ability you, what you do lose is motivation and for some reason the players have lost it that was my again. biggest worry we went on this run and I said it at the time watch the first defeat come the first defeat in the league and watch a little, see how they react to it. And it's been shit ever since. And that, that's what I was worried about. You can't, I can't trust these set players. They did it Mourinho, no matter, obviously we go back to the Mourinho thing. I know a lot of people had that issue with them, which is fair enough, but they've done the same thing again. And I can't, I can't forgive half of them for that. So it's all right though because we're at half time we had a very, very well known delivery company with 50 uh, flags on the pitch at half time. So it's all good. That's it, isn't it? When, you, when you've got an accountant running the club, it, yeah, you know he's not—he's not a football <laughs> man, is he? So, uh, how can he be trusted to Lots make timepieces? <laughs> <laughs> how can he be trusted to make football decisions when he's got no knowledge of world-class football? What, on what grounds has he been given that job? The, the thing is, though, is it, they brought him in an interim, and that was a clear point that they made. The problem you've got when you're as grossly unpopular as the Glazers are and you're as unpopular with the supporters from a footballing point of view as Woodward is, if you suddenly get gift-wrapped an opportunity to get in the fans' good books, 
yeah. and do what the fans are begging you to do because that's the important bit here. The what fans we... were begging people to give him that job. Yeah, which fans though? Is it is it the fans who turn up here week in week out, or is it, is it the fans? I think that's the a problem world? as well though because I think um, United a lot of United's decisions I actually believe are influenced by supporters. Well, of course they are, and that's a terrible one. Yeah, I see, yeah, but, I see, but that's like, exactly what happened here. I see stuff about directors of football coming out like, and I I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think the the test in the water. <laughs> You know, and um, after that runner wins, after that runner wins, I mean, it was it, in one way it was like, it's like the opposite of a blessing in disguise, wasn't it? Because it, it kind of put them in a position where they couldn't really not give him the job. They could have perhaps waited till the summer, but even then, I, I still don't think you can really blame Solskjaer just yet because no, there's still the same shower of shit players that one of the best managers in the world couldn't get anything out of. You know, so I, I think it's harsh to turn on Solskjaer. Don't, yeah, I don't want to do a U-turn because I, I mean, mm. when when um, Mourinho first got sacked, I was really happy United appointed a caretaker because I thought we can do it properly. Most of the managers are available, aren't available mid-season. You know, we can see who's available and we can make a proper appointment now. When Solskjaer came in and he did as well as he could, I thought, well, how can they not now? Well, people now you know, lord him, people lord him Pochettino, yeah. but I mean, you get him in, what's he going to do? He's not mm. going to be able to bring Kane and Son and Deli and everyone with him. He's still working with Lingard and the same shit we've got here. So no, we had absolutely no reason to appoint him at the time we appointed him, did we? Because would, would we appoint him now? No, you're probably right. Other than the pressure that was being applied in the media and around the supporters because of how well he was doing, um, that there was no other reason to go back on what you'd said. And from even from a business point of view, it made absolute. You could have said, "Look, this guy's pretty much a shoo-in for this job, but let's stick to our word just in case yeah, and do it." Yeah. They hit the button yeah. because they thought the it was an easy win to you, get them you can back look in it favour. On the other foot, because at the time, what it should have been was a massive boost ahead of what was a tricky run of fixtures, and that's I think the way why why they did it when they did it. But, because, but they, they wasn't expecting the season. But to what this shit. starts to showcase to me is, is those players weren't playing for Solskjaer and Feely and whoever else. They were just playing for whoever was going to come in after that and cement their place yeah. this was their shot window they I had think, no thought whatsoever that they, that, that they were going to be playing for Solskjaer I playing to prove a point post Mourinho correct yeah there was definitely a lot of that and that's what I was worried about but that runs out eventually if, you, if, you know, you, if you've got the wrong attitude you can't put a fake attitude on forever that's why it now stems with the players and you've got to get the players out and you've got to get them as many of them out and new players in as you can I don't think that's going to be easy it's not going to happen overnight it's going to take you two three seasons and, and what Solskjaer's not going to get away with is being able to buy badly like the last three managers have he needs to get players in who are going to come in and hit the ground running straight away is he going to attract the kind of players that United need to turn this situation around though I don't personally I don't think he will. I, I keep saying it, I think they're going to throw him under the bus if he if he's goals for a certain target I think we might have to go back to basics on it like you hear about this kid at Swansea and you know young players like that it might be the way to go for him really the best route to you know, and try and mould him into his sort of into his team and do it that way. That's probably the best road for him. Oh, it's going to be obviously mm. difficult. Not even finishing. A lot of players obviously want Champions League mm. straight away. They're not willing to come in and mm. give it a year. And there's no fucking guarantee we're going to get in next we year. Attracted either, these so. big, we've attracted. <clears throat> we've had these same conversations the for the last few years, yeah. and no. we've attra- still managed to attract these big mm. players on big wages, and it's not worked. So I don't, I don't think it's about attracting. I think the sort of players we should be looking for will be will be attracted United, to coming to Manchester. United have always been better at doing that, though. We've, how many real world class ones have worked out over the years? Um, it's, it's literally. You can count two or three. If that. In South America, yeah. and if you look back, you know, back in time, Veron, Cleberson, yeah. they're all players. You know, you look at our last ones. It, last time we didn't qualify for the Champions League, we, we brought in Angel De Maria and Falcao, and look yeah. how that turned out. I just think we need to we need to now revert back to not attracting names. We need to attract players who are going to fight. And as well, I mean, like like I was saying before about 
you know, I can handle mm. players being being not good enough. I can, I can, but I can't handle players not trying on the pitch. The to to put the final nail in it all is, these players are, are going off the pitch and demanding more money, and they're the highest, the highest paid wage, but highest paid mm. wages in the in the um, country. Well, that's it. If, if you're not attracted to coming playing for Manchester United, then they're not the sort of players we should be going looking for. Oh, anyway, they've got, they've got to be hungry, haven't they? And I'm not I'm not convinced whether just because Solskjaer scored a very famous goal 20 years ago and now Mike Feeling's been appointed again he used to be in second to man to, Fer- you know, to Fergie for many years is that enough to attract anyone anyone let alone you, you will be listen, listen United, people have said United don't need to be in the Champions League to attract big players because they've done it before it's different when you've got a Mourinho because whether you like it or not the, for, name, for, yeah. the, Mar- the Mar- for Mourinho taking over at United was attractive to the likes of some of those players who came I'm not convinced that it is. That doesn't mean that Solskjaer can't be smart and surround himself by the kind of players that you've just described, but the margin of error here, it's not going to, you know... You need it, to go it, out and find an Angolo County and a Riyad Mahrez, don't you, for next to nothing from France? That's what you need to, need to be looking for now. <coughs> you need to be going looking at finding players before everyone else does, because everyone else seems to be... Yeah. You, know, you look at all the top players in the Premier League now, your, your, your Manes, your, your Salas, De Bruyne, they were all gettable footballers, you know, they, they were not signed as ready-made superstars. The, the, the next generation of them players are out there somewhere, and for once, United have to be, get, be savvy in the transfer market and make sure we get in there ahead of everyone it else. It seems we're three or four years behind that, doesn't it? Scout, Scouting-wise and... Yeah. Constantly looking for ready-made players. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, though, if you're three or four years behind, that's fine. It'll take you three or four years to get caught up if those that are there now stay where they are. And you know that City aren't just going to stay there. You know that Liverpool are going to keep building. You also know that now Tottenham have reached that, you know, the top table, so to speak. Plus, you know that Chelsea and Arsenal are probably going to build on Europa League. There's five teams out ahead of United that are going to keep plodding away. This could take a decade to sort out. Yeah, and that's, again, I just don't trust the people in charge to... Get it right, even next two, three years. But you need to find these players. I don't trust them. I really don't. There you go. Only another ten years of listening to this shit, and then uh, we should be back talking about winning, winning championships and stuff. Um, yeah. Thirty-two points behind, have we? Yeah. Yeah. Eleven wins. Eleven wins behind for me. Yeah. We've lost less games in Tottenham though. Whoopy shit. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that Liverpool got nine to seven points and still won nothing. Yeah, I'd rather be I'd rather be watching Tottenham than United, and I'd rather be in that stadium uh, than being inside Old Trafford. That's that's definitely uh, definitely the case. Um, obviously, a couple of things that have been bouncing around this week. We've just talked about the wage structure and everything else, and Ant's brought up a point about. I've got a real problem with not only people being shit, but people then knocking on the boss's door and demanding more money to be shit. Um, there's no other walk of life or no other business where... Started on yeah, or, well, <laughs> I know, but there's no other business where that would be the case, is there? And, and you know, people would absolutely laugh you out of there. But the problem is, is that wage structure got blown out of the water with the Sanchez deal. And we know that that, that, that changed the whole dynamic of wages at Manchester United. But, um, you know, obviously... Herrera's moving on because um, he's probably going to want to win more money elsewhere and there are a few people demanding perhaps more money than certainly their performance have deserved. I mean, that does rankle fans, doesn't it? Definitely. We're paying more wages in Manchester City. Like, just let that sink in and when you're watching that shit on the pitch today. You've all got to pay cut next season, aren't they? 25%. Yeah. And then the ones that don't, you know, then these are the ones that don't want to stay and they're, um, you know, prancing around the field pretending to look bothered when you can clearly notice that they're not I think um, United have got two assets like probably going forward I think they've got two and I think you know despite what we've seen I think Paul Pog was one of them and and I think De Gea is one of them so 
I think United need to look at the way Liverpool did business and um, when when they had a player that wanted out in Coutinho. And potentially, I think we need to start thinking, right, we need to get four players for them too. Four players who are committed and want to play for the club. Okay. And, um, yeah. The guy's tied down for a bit, isn't he? One year. One more year, one right. More year. So tied down for the last six months. All right, question for you. Would, um, would any of you... Have a problem if United sold Pogba and De Gea if it meant getting. Feed, it? I don't know. All right, money back for Pogba. No, definitely not money back. So you no. want more? Yeah, we want more because. I can ask for more. Well, Coutinho. He's won a World, he's won, he's won a world yeah. Cup at United. Coutinho. Were, the reason we can ask for more is is because yeah. there's um there's teams that clearly want him. He's not putting the effort in on the pitch for us, and he's better than he's showing now. Team or teams. These teams that want him, isn't they? Well, Zinedine Zidane want him, doesn't he? He's a World Cup winner at the end of the day, and he played well, played all right in the World Cup for France. So, I think United just have to say, look, we've got you for the next three years. We hold all the cards. Hundred and twenty. We want, well, we want hundred and fifty million for you because we don't have to sell you, do we? It just depends for me with Pogba. I, I, I play, I play him well, Pogba. I'm motivated, Pogba. No, of course you wouldn't want to sign. There's no like him for watching. But, right, but right, right now, right now, he's not even playing like a forty million pound midfielder. No, but I, I literally do not. <laughs> you know, when when all this is said and done, and United are playing well again, do I want somebody who I've watched not try for Manchester United on the field, and I, and I fucking don't? We thought it was about when we saw Beckham to Madrid. I mean, Ronaldo, who was in his prime, and we, I, I still think we got twenty, thirty million less for Ronaldo than what we should have. You have to think about Pogba as well. He's, he's probably the most influential character at the club in the dressing room as well. You know, the impact he's having on on them as well. Yeah. Ferguson used to be brilliant at. He would happily get rid of a bad character out of football, no matter how good they were. Okay, he had some better players to soften the blow of losing players, but if if you've got a bad apple in the in the squad, he'd get you out. I don't know what you hear a lot of rumours coming from the club about what, about what his attitude's like, but no, I think if he wants to be a great, if he doesn't get rid of him, instantly. all right, just say, just say uh, money back then plus what we give his agent for when he signed that contract that he's not going to see out. Well, they, they've got another couple of players that would probably Ferran. suit United as well, haven't they? You know, this is the I'm, thing, though. I missed a trick when we let Ronaldo go because they, they sold Robin mm. and Snyder, I think, that yeah. summer. Yeah. And I think this year, if we do let them have Pogba, you, you insist on maybe getting a cruise back or right. something this, like that. This is, a, this is a club that's not painted its stadium for about five seasons. It's got fucking holes in the roof. United need to sell before we can get people in to rebuild that, I think. So the reality is, is Pogba's, I think, going to have to go to fund whatever, mm. or at least part fund whatever's going to go on to change... The dynamic of that squad. Let's buy some deals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and maybe put a bit of you know. We won't even get that. But is it not the issue with his agent? You know, well United, United aren't going to have to sell big to, to, if they want to buy big. Well, that's that's why we need to get. Glazers aren't going to put five hundred million into that squad. No, but that, that's why we need to get. But that's why we need to get as much as we possibly can for Pogba. And if you know if Coutinho went for hundred and forty million, then you know Pogba in his supposed prime, um, you know, he's, he's going to. He's going to get more money, isn't he? But when you see him today, it's it's just absolutely it. It's just stand out to have once his fee to reduce to what Real Madrid are willing to pay. And United need to not play that game. They need to say we don't need to sell you. You got three years left on your contract. You're a World Cup winner. You're just about approaching what should be your prime. We want hundred and fifty million. Like that, though. They've done it in the yeah. past, haven't they? And yeah. You wonder whether they are down down his ear. They always manage to get players cheaper than what they were. Yeah. But yeah. You've, you summed it up there that the, the, the crux of the problem still comes from from the higher level. You know, Manchester United should be able to. We did. We spent next to nothing last summer. We've let a couple of players go. United should be able to spend five hundred million this summer and not blink. But we won't do it. No. That's the problem. Um, see, I'm of the view that United do have to sell Pogba if they want to move on. 
um, because I think there's not just the issue with the transfers and everything else here, there's the issue with his general influence on everyone else around him because I think his attitude and his whole demeanour is rubbing off on many, many other people and I think that's... The guy's a fraud, I mean, he must have the best, but he has got the best PR team in the world. To, cut, to finish in the top 11 players in the Premier League is absolutely scandalous, isn't it? You know... James Madison, so you could you could name you could name twenty players who deserve to be in that team over Pogba. Yeah, he managed a month at the time and a vote in no yeah, one. Yeah, it's one of these, one of these. Don't vote it in fucking yeah, yeah. January. Or so. Just gone and yeah, yeah. It was it. Yeah, absolutely. Putting a shift for a few yeah. games and then yeah. But that yeah. in itself is a farce, isn't yeah, it? So. That makes it even worse. Yeah. Anyway, right. Um, so let's just do a very very quick over the summer. Who do you think will go? Hopefully all of them. So. <laughs> Actually, so uh, realistic lad one. Kind of bus crash. Realistically, I want Pogba, Martial. They're too easily first for me out the door. <clears throat> it's pretty easy to say who's going to stay. Um, That's it, you can't think All right, let's do that then. Who do you want to stay? Who do I want to stay? Yeah. No one. Okay, no one. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, the thing is, though, with fans, is that they're expecting a mass exodus this summer. They can't be, can they? Can't be. Not eight, be nine. There'll, there'll be five or six players you'd, you'd expect. Herrera's going, Rojo's probably going to go, Damian's going to go. I'd like Herrera to stay, but not on 200 grand. Yeah. Who do you want to stay? Squad player. Honestly, I wouldn't be asked if a, a single one of them. Uh, McTominay's probably my favourite player right now in the United squad, and that just about speaks volumes. Sure. I think, I, think, I think United are well stocked with um, squad players that would be good enough to play about 20, 25 games a season. I think that's one thing that we've actually got. We've got them in Europa qualifiers now, though. Yeah, no, no, and, and those are the ones that end up getting <laughs> the majority yeah. of shit off our fans. <laughs> but um, in, 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 I think United need to look at, I mentioned it a few weeks ago about we need eight players that are good enough to play every single game when they're fit for United. And you also need players who would whose worst games are seven and a half to eights. Yeah. That's what United yeah, don't yeah, have. Exactly. No nines and Yeah, precisely. And I think um, it, with, in relation to the fact that our two biggest assets are probably one out, then United have to f- try and figure a way of getting four on the board for that two. It's not going to be a, a summer process, is it? You know, it's going to take you three four years. It's going to take you three years. And it's, you know, we, we've mentioned before, but I mean, plenty of times two years ago, we were laughing at Liverpool um, while United were winning the Europa League and one else. And we were laughing at Liverpool doing parades in front of draws against West Brom you know but it's about building something it's about making sure all your transfers signings work it's about getting the wrong characters out it's about building that bit of harmony not but just between the squad but between the fans you know there's a, there's a massive gulf between the fans and the, the squad these days you know like we sat there discussing how many players we hate and that's, 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 that'd be a start just getting, a, getting the crowd to love the players again and it's bad isn't it that, um, I, was talk, I was talking today to Aaron I was saying I'd rather finish 12th with um, players that want to play for United than mm. six with players that don't. Oh. You know, watching Anthony Martial sulk around the pitch yeah. every week. You could, know. could be your year next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who, do you def- who do you want to stay? Diogo Dallo. That's about it. He's your one and only player. He's turned to shit, though, isn't he? <laughs> oh, well, at least he can put a ball in. When you've watched Ashley Young swing 70-odd crosses in against Swansea oh, a few years ago, you know, all the time. He's either <clears throat> not getting past the first man or he's, he's missing the last man. Really, I'm, I'm wibbling me, really. I, someone asked me in the ground what should take on Pogba. I said I'd carry him to the airport and I wouldn't care if, if we announced that we'd sold any, a number of them tomorrow. I really wouldn't. There's not there's not one player there you think, you know what? I really like you. Victor, we all give him player of the season in a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Some, some sums, sums it up well. Sums it up well. Yeah, so it sounds like we'd, uh, we'd be quite happy if everybody, everybody left. Um, I'm going to ask this anyway, not because it's a personal opinion, but people are going to start asking this question. Um, 
do United stick with the manager? Well, we've got to do now, can't we? For at least until November. You know, I said last season, I think if we're 12 points behind City by December, we'll get rid of Mourinho and all right. So, um, I mean, if you look at our form in the last six games, since we got beat against Wolves in the Cup, how many how many points have we accumulated? About eight, yeah. yeah six, stick with the manager. I think this is a really difficult question for me because I, I, I don't blame him one bit to be quite Do you want honest. to ask you an easy one or you're going to have a go at it? <laughs> no um, I think obviously United have to stick with the manager they've got no choice um, I just think you know the, the absolute the club's toxic in it and the players are even I, I think the players are leading that I really do Stick? Yes simply because it doesn't matter who you get in they need to bring their own players in and, and until he's been given a chance to bring some new players in I don't think you can really judge yeah. him It's interesting as well like we're saying we're going to sell players I mean unless we get our recruitment sorted as well then there's no point in selling those players is there? Mm. The, sh- the sham that is a quarter of a mile away from us where we're stood now it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me it's not White City. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if if they did bin him off in June. Oh, um, on a PC world rant there. <laughs> uh, other good electrical companies are available. Um, I mean, Pochettino, the figure being, you know, talked about months, a few months ago, was forty million, wasn't it, to get him? That's going to go up now, isn't it? Regardless what happens on the first of June. But I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Solskjaer is, is replaced in June. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. I've got big concerns. If it carries on, I'm worried if it carries on the way it has into next season. I think he'll be got. He's already he already looks about eight years yeah, old. Yeah, he's proper age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's only been here six months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Like blooming. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> he's gone from being the, he's gone from being <laughs> the baby face to fast into looking like Andy Murray's mum. Looks like they've dug up a sassy now. Yeah, fucking Zelda off Um Yeah, I, I think they've got it. If, if he does stay, I want him to do things. Stop going on about Ferguson and parking his fucking space in the fucking in the training ground for God's sake. Just parking it, yeah, and don't move your car. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. Uh, right, uh, this probably is, I can't decide if this is going to take forever or not take too long at all. Player of the season, simply because he's improved, Lindelof. I wasn't actually joking. I, I do think, even though he's a twat, I think Paul Pogba's been United's best player this season. He's capable of so much more, and it speaks volumes about the rest of the squad. But I still think Pogba's been the best player of United this year. I refuse to give it anybody. Let's not give <laughs> any, anything but hundred percent effort. So I'm going with Lindelof, and he's even he's been he's shit. A cent, he's a centre half now. Statistically, our worst defence for thirty years. Really, really struggling. I don't want to say Lindelof just because these two have. I'm really, really struggling. I'm, can you come back to me last? I'm not gonna. I'm, you know what? You know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm really, really struggling. I'm not gonna say someone for the sake of it. Seven out of ten, over six and a half out of ten at best. You know, I'm really. Well, what's been our best moment of the season? Out just on a few games. You know, McTominay's probably been United's best player this season in terms of like a, a week leverage, but he's only played like ten games. But that's how bad it's been. I'm gonna abstain. What do you reckon they'll all be doing tonight? We don't know what you're doing, your pants. <laughs> what the players? Yeah, <laughs> dancing. Yeah, they'll be. I, I don't. You'll. I don't know. Just Just go on. Go on Twitter. By we'll all be on there by about half eight. Yeah, there'll be some. There'll be some dancing and maybe a bit of rapping going on. 
<laughs> You're not thought of anybody now. No, I'm, I'm up stone. All right, so no, you, no, this no, is a no, protest. No, 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 player of the year will have a night in and eat Toblerone. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, we left. He must have been. It would be down his last Easter egg, by Um Yeah, I. To be honest, I I think Lindelof's a fair enough shout, even though he's you know and. But player of the year should represent, you know. Who do you think will get it? Who do you think will get it from the club? Luke Shaw got it the other night. Luke Shaw. I don't go. I don't go on ManUnited.com. Luke, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw got. Uh, Luke Shaw got the players one, and uh, so oh, the and, and the fans <laughs> one. You know what? That, that, the, the fact that he's got it ahead of Pogba speaks volumes about what the squad and what the fans think of him as well, because. I mean, Luke Shaw's not been very that good, has it? Been the biggest game I spin the fucking bottle they've ever had in, <laughs> in that fucking squad. I uh, I couldn't decide who I'd look for, so I, uh, I I looked to see who scored an own goal for us this season from from an appointment, um, but I couldn't find one of them either. It's um, I do I think I think Dalot's done all right at times. I do think Lindelof's. Jesus, how, how low are we going? Here? I know, but I don't know. I know. I know exactly. Um, I know. Well, the other thing though is, did you see the um, did you see the um? Someone put on Twitter the other day about the trophy, the Player of the Year trophy that they've um because they've even they've even made the engraving smaller on it, so, so they're even cutting costs on on that. But you just see the names; it goes like Rooney, Ronaldo, Van Persie, and then it starts yeah. getting into like yeah. For, yeah. Well, we've 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 not had an we've not had an attacking player win it since uh, Van Persie in thirteen, and that speaks absolute volumes, doesn't it? He's on the free, isn't he? He's available. Well, he's, well, he's retired today, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he's retired today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you in the ground pick up? Was there was there much reporting of what was going on either on the south coast or at Anfield? Yeah, some lads behind me were giving us updates and that report. You no, can't get Wi-Fi there. The best time. Yeah. 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 You know what's the alternative? Yeah. City winning in domestic trouble. Yeah. Wind it. I heard um, Cardiff fans singing, what a waste of money to Paul Pogba. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, um, well, they've got to be a waste of money, haven't they? <laughs> Irony overload. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. More out of him, didn't we, than uh, ES? <laughs> yeah. No, I, see, I thought, I thought that, I thought, given that what was going on, I thought there'd actually be a lot more. I think people were genuinely not asked about what was going on elsewhere, which kind of depleased me a little bit. Can't get reception. Aaron said before the game that um, his highlight of the day was um, a woman walking up to him after the game, like. Half eating a hot dog whilst looking at him. <laughs> and the exact words were, she was walking down Matt Busby way, staring down a hot dog at me. God, if that's your high point, it does. Uh, it does put it all in. I never said it was my high point. Put it, put it all but going into back to that about um, the City and Liverpool title race, we had a. We'd all heard that City were getting beaten, Liverpool winning for that small smidgen. Small smidgen in time, I think it was like something like 12 minutes till we were winning the league, Liverpool. But then at half time, this guy comes running across the concourse going, City are winning 2 1. I thought, it's come to something, hasn't it? It's probably a good job. I never saw anybody like that because that would have sent me over the edge. In fact, I don't think I'd have come back. I'd have just gone. I'd have just run off as far as I could into the That's distance. That's what I mean. I mean, we've. Until we've... they the sea. I've never. I've, in, in 2014, I was a bit different when they had like Gerard and Suarez and. You know, players who I really detested, and um, and I know we still, I probably you know still want City to win just, but not to the extent where, you know, you start fucking celebrating City goals. There's, there's no point, is there? I'm wanting them to beat us. You know, was it 97 points they got and, and not and won nothing? I mean, that's just fucking. Third highest points tally in Premier League history, and they didn't get anything. Well, just got sort of shit the league these days, aren't we? Getting beat off the worst two in there. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh dear, grim times. Right, I, 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 I think I think Lindel, I think Lindelof was our player of the year, so yeah, that 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 was pretty dismal. Um, any any uh, sum sum the season up in a couple of words. Dull. Disaster. Fucking bobbins. Could do better. Could do better. Sounds like money mild skill reports. That's <laughs> grim as fuck. Grim as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolute dog shit. I think is. Uh, oh, I'll I'll close it off. Um, probably one of the worst seasons in memory, not just because of what happened here at Old Trafford and what's been going on on and off the pitch here, but also with what's been going on. Whenever you think it couldn't have got worse, it has, hasn't it? Yeah. With, um, bloody, you know, you thought it was, if you, you thought it was bad enough and then Liverpool beat Barcelona 4-0 at home, you know, with three of the best players out, you know, you just you just don't think it can happen. We had three great months as well in the season, didn't we? You know, they've quickly forgotten them. Imagine how bad it would be without them. <laughs> well, we'd, we'd be... Uh, the best game of the season. That'd have been a, that'd have been a, that game today would have been to stay up between us, probably. <laughs> Our season had been better if we'd have been in a relegation battle yeah, and come out of it. Yeah, I'd have rather have had that to be honest. Just out of interest, though, if we didn't have those three good months, would we have? A, would we be looking for another manager? Yeah, without without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, well, no, they'd have just stuck to the original plan, we're which was to look for another manager anyway. Which is what they'd said. Thursday nights come August, would we? Yeah, indeed. Right. Well, uh, that's that anyway for another year. Thank God. Um, all that remains. Um, is for Liverpool to go win the European Cup, City to go and win the FA Cup, and uh, and we've what have we got to look forward to? Royal Ascot yeah. <laughs> and the golf. Yeah. Cricket World Cup. Yeah, yeah, we've got a bit of cricket to look forward to. So yeah, uh, hopefully you'll have a. We've played Azerbaijan before. Chelsea and Arsenal do if if Watford win a cup. Fucking dry run, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the worst seasons for for many many a reason, but uh, that's just the way it is. You've got to grin about it. Um, United have been here before in terms of the position and types of performances, but you do get the sense they've not really been here before in terms of commitment and attitude, and that's got to be the biggest worry for uh, for everybody. But uh, there's people in place at the club who need to uh, sort that out. Uh, our advice is don't let it ruin your summer because they simply don't fucking deserve it. So um, try and do something that makes you smile and makes you happy, um, and probably not have anything to do with Manchester United until what July? July, you reckon we're back? Yeah. Yeah. You laugh at me, you pointing at. <laughs> What's that say? Congratulations. Yeah. Everton have just tweeted congratulations to Man City. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Can't be, can't be pettiness of the of the highest order. Um, cheers for everybody who's bought the mag throughout the season. Um, much appreciated as ever. And thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Um, especially if you listen to that one Andy did with Kinchelskis because that took some listening to. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, it's appreciated as is all your feedback. So um, I'm sure there'll be a couple over the summer to keep you occupied. But and, uh, until then, have a great summer from all of us, and uh, we'll see you in uh, well probably June. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah.